If you're silly, this is your show. And you've probably liked, subscribed, and followed This Is True Really News. And we really appreciate that. And if you want more silliness in your life, please get your friends and family members to do the same thing. And you can all share the silliness together. I mean, if you think Benny Hill and Benny Hinn is Benny Hinn, Benny Hinn, Benny Hinn, Hinn Benny Hill was silly. Yes. Yeah. You think Monty Python's silly? I've met John Cleese. Let me tell you, we're no John Cleese. We're also not that silly. We're much more highbrow. Oh, no, we're not. Hey, I said that without laughing. That was pretty good. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. So you may be grousing about your mail taking forever to get to your mailbox. Did you ever do that as a kid? Right? Yeah, you sent I keep sending Ian out and he goes out and doesn't get the mail and never comes back. He's a bright lad, that boy. I'm telling you. Nothing compared to a couple in Chicago, according to CBS Chicago. Last year, a postal worker tossed a package onto Vera and Donald Ridu's front porch, then pulled away in his vehicle, hitting the Ridu's van. And he kept backing the truck up back and forth, back and forth, pulling my car at the same time. Bam. Bam. Oh, this is getting better. I'm so, Donald, does this strike you like as a bad comedy bit? <laughs> and we're back to Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> the worker got out of his truck, looked at the car, and got back in it and drove off. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, this will not end well. You know, if he thinks he's going to escape in a, in a U.S. Postal Service vehicle, that ain't going to happen. Nope, nope. And we I'm know where they sure. are and when they are. They've got tracking in them. The couple called the United States Postal Service, but as of December 7th, no resolution yet. Seriously? It's a $1,467 bill for damages caused to the van. A spokesman, well, they probably have to go through unions, and you know how that works. Oh, boy. A spokesman said drivers are supposed to notify immediate supervisors when they're involved in an accident, but couldn't confirm that such a report had been made in this instance. Hmm. Duh. <laughs> okay, maybe he got the idea wrong, right? He didn't file a report because he wasn't in an accident. He caused one. You, you are, see the clever wording? I see how you're trying to be generous. No, I'd hang him up by his thumbs and drag him behind the van. Exactly. Before you fixed it. Zane Wedding, 40, initially thought... What? His, Zane? Zane Wedding. His, his last name is Wedding. Wedding. Yeah. So he's married to that. Well, I was, I was (laughs) thinking, I was thinking it'd be really fun to see the announcement of his nuptials. (laughs) Johnson wedding, wedding. (laughs) Heloise Johnson and John wedding invite you to their wedding. The weddings will be vacationing in wedding, West Virginia, (laughs) 40 years old. He initially thought his left ear was clogged after he'd gone for a swim. But when the Auckland, New Zealand resident woke up feeling a wriggling sensation, he sought a doctor's advice. The doctor identified dead skin cells on his eardrum as the culprit. Wiggling dead skin cells. Yeah. So they had his ear irrigated. He was prescribed antibiotics. Yep. Told the sensational go away on its own. Yep. 
Over and the week, over the weekend, the arborist said he continued to feel dizzy whenever he tried to walk. The movement in his ear persisted until finally Wedding decided to see an ear specialist. Good this move. This time, the doc discovered the real problem. Fortunately, that takes about three weeks. So, <laughs> you ever try to get an appointment with a specialist? Well, this guy. I'm sorry. New Zealand. It's such a small country. We're booked till 1990. Till 1990. Till 2093. Wrong sorry. With you. I'm in the wrong decade. <laughs> this time, Still. the doctor simply dislodged a cockroach with tweezers and then used a suction device to extract the insect. <laughs> After a few minutes, Wedding felt his eardrum pop as the roach was finally removed. Those moments, he said, gave him time to consider that every movement in his ear for the past three days had been a cockroach. I can't tell you how queasy I am as a guy who's had more than his fair share of your trouble. <laughs> right? <laughs> and they've never pulled a cockroach out of there. <laughs> Let's just uh, move on to a palate cleanser. Do we have one of those? That really leaves a bad taste in my ear. You're welcome. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Just running through the reasons in my head why I used to like you. Is it the money? No, that's not it. <laughs> Those seeking, wow, this is a cheery story. Those seeking euthanasia in Switzerland. Oh, I looked under youth. I looked under Asia. I couldn't find anything. Exactly. You know, the old days when that when people would actually go, well, yeah, where else would you look? Oh, those are gone. They're looking for we euthanasia. Go back and learn how to spell it. That's what we do. <laughs> See, I think if we'd have taught people how to spell it, it would have been so disgusted it wouldn't be where we are today. There we go. So in Switzerland, you now have the option to use a 3D-printed death capsule called the Sarco. Odie, one of my favorite places to find strange stories, reported that Philip Nitschke, I suppose he's related to Ray, Google him. Linebacker for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, last good thing to come out of Green Bay. Well, I don't know. There's that bus headed. That's a, <laughs> what's a good thing coming out of Green Bay? Well, once you get to 94, uh, <laughs> Philip Nitschke, founder of Exit International, an Australian company. <laughs> Exit International. <laughs> it just gets better. Explains how the, <laughs> the pod works. <laughs> Take it on the lamb, International. <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't have the same bite, though, would it? No, but you no. know, you, you can't do the anything loftier because it takes too many words to say. Exactly. Short and to the point. Exit. Stage left. A patient. You ready? Mm. You enter the coffin-like capsule. You call. Oh, I thought this was a capsule you swallowed. So did I <laughs> until I. <laughs> Figured out that if it was that size, you couldn't enter it. Unless you're very itty bitty. I mean, Adam probably, or shrinking guy from the Marvel. Yeah, that's him. Um, A patient enters the coffin-like capsule, closes the lid, which does have a very large window because you want the view. You answer a few questions and then activate a series of events with a single button. Wow. We've gone from the macabre to bad James Bond. Oh, baby. When you hit that button, the chamber is flooded with nitrogen. 
but the occupant won't feel like they're suffocating or choking, he says, so there's no panic. The person will feel a little disoriented, may feel slightly euphoric before they lose consciousness and die. Uh, oxygen and carbon dioxide deprivation is what kills you. After, yeah, five, okay. to ten, after mm-hmm. five to ten minutes, you won't be. Mm-hmm. You won't be would be the way to phrase that. The machine can be towed anywhere for the death. Backyard picnics, the swimming pool. You know, down to the playground for the kids, anywhere. (laughs) Absolutely. This is going to be macabre and weird. Let's just. Let's take it the whole way. It can be an an idyllic. You you can do it when you're tailgating, if it's your favorite sports event. Or, you know, if you're a Viking fan, right after your favorite sports event. (laughs) (laughs) Although it's a rather permanent solution he said it can be an idyllic outdoor setting or in the premises of an assisted suicide organization so that wasn't I, we weren't far off so there you got the window for the assisted suicide you know, does that include the vikings the, an organization they are a version of slow painful death, <laughs> death yes sir but i don't think it's assisted suicide i think it's <laughs> slow painful yeah, just a slow painful death As every Viking fan ever says, just before I die, I would like to see one Super Bowl win. Just one. That would be nice. They got here in 1961. We're still waiting. Still waiting. What's the magic number for the Minnesota Vikings? Hopefully, Hmm. 2023. So, most embarrassing. I've been wearing my boyfriend's hoodie around the house for the last week. And when I tried to give it back last night, he said, that's not my hoodie. I realized with horror, I've been wearing our builder's hoodie in front of the builder. I had a little sleep in it at one point, came out of my room, said good morning to the builder, wearing his clothes. After really realizing my mistake at the end of the week. Well, you don't want to rush into these things. I threw his hoodie into the room he's been working in. He put it in our living room. What does it mean? Am I going out with the builder now? He's pretty old. You're an idiot. (laughs) I went to say medium meal when reading out an order to a customer. Yeah. All that came out was meat, meat. I didn't even correct myself. I just stared. And tried to get away from the coyote behind me. (laughs) And finally, meat, meat. I went to ask my customers how their food tasted and had a complete brain fart. Oh, no. So I just looked at them and went, mm, while rubbing my stomach. I would go to that restaurant and tip that waitress, waiter, person, big guy. Every day. Even if I didn't oh, care, I'd just go give yep. her a couple of bucks. I hear <laughs> This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>